Hello and welcome to the Wholehearted Healer Podcast. My name is Dr. Avine Banish and I will be your host. This is the weekly podcast that helps women pause in their busy lives, drop into the heart, and remember their next right step. I am so happy that you're here. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wholehearted Healer Podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you again for taking time to listen in. Um, This week, I wanted to talk about heart coherence. I was asked to give a talk on stress reduction uh, this past week for a group of young women, so teenage girls and their mothers. And when I really sat and thought about what to talk about, um, I I really was led to talk about the heart. A lot of research has shown that when we are stressed out and when we are in a loop of stress, so when our thoughts are creating emotions that are leading to stress and then we think more thoughts that lead to more emotions, it can be really hard to break out of that cycle. And if someone tells you to think different thoughts or just stop thinking about whatever you're worried about, that really doesn't tend to work. In fact, um, brain research shows that our our brain states actually get worse when we try to think our way out of things. And so there are a lot of tools in the realm of um, meditation and mindfulness and yoga and breathing that can kind of work around that. And one of the most powerful of those tools that I know is heart coherence. And so today I just want to talk a little bit about it, um, the benefits of it, and then we're just going to do a short heart coherence practice. It's really quite simple um, to do. So for so long, and in all cultures, the heart has been the symbol of our lives. It's been considered the seat of our soul. It's where we, when we think about emotions and getting stirred up, it's usually in the heart. Um, But the heart anatomically is pretty amazing as well, right? So when each of us were in our mama's belly and each of us listening at some point, we're in our mama's belly, um, the heart actually develops and begins beating in the fetus before the brain is formed. And so in that way, you really are heart first, you're heart centered. And the heart has its own neurons. It has, it has nerve cells within it. And so we can almost think of the heart like a second brain. The heart, and I, this is super in, impressive to me or, or unexpected, the heart sends nine times as much information to our brain as our brain sends to our heart. That's a lot more information coming from your heart informing our brain than vice versa. And the heart, you know, we talk about aura, and um, you may or may not subscribe to that belief, but now science is showing us that the heart has a huge electromagnetic field, and it can measure up to six to eight feet from your body. So the heart is a really powerful center. And maybe you're familiar with something called heart rate variability. This is a, this is a measure that's becoming more and more popular Um, It's just a measure of our overall health, and it actually measures the beat-to-beat changes in your heart, um, and it kind of represents the amount of resiliency or adaptability that your heart has moment by moment to shift in and out of the fight-or-flight or the sympathetic part of your nervous system and the rest-and-digest part of your nervous system. And so 
Ideally, we want a higher heart rate variability. Um, the benefits of this are really all signs of health. So the higher our heart rate variability, the greater sense of our well-being. We actually feel more um, optimistic and positive about life. We have better physical performance, so you become a better athlete. Um, we have better cognitive abilities, so you become smarter. We sleep better. Um, we can move from you know, a stressed out part of our day to relaxing faster. We recover faster. Overall, we're just considered, the higher your heart rate variability, the more resilient and flexible you are as you interact with life. And who doesn't want to be resilient and flexible, especially these days? Um, on the flip side of that, when, when you have a low heart rate variability, we tend to be more tired, more depressed, uh, more rigid, and health problems increase across the board. And what's really interesting is that a lot of, um, there are a lot of ways now to, to measure your heart rate variability. Um, heart Math Institute, math as an algebra, is really doing amazing research, and they've been leading the charge in sort of linking the heart and heart coherence and heart rate variability to science for um, a long time now. And they have a little gadget that you can get for your phone. Um, and it is called, I wrote it down, where did I write it? Um, Inner Balance. And it you can plug it into your phone and it comes with this little ear monitor and there's an app and you can actually practice heart coherence. Um, also, I know that if you wear an Apple Watch, the higher, you know, the more recent um, versions of an Apple Watch can also give you your heart rate variability. So you can look at that over time. Um, that's not totally necessary, but it's it's just a good overall marker of health, it's, so it's good to know about it. Um, but what we're going to talk about today is heart coherence. And so we can think of the heart like, if we think of your body like a symphony, the heart can be considered the um, conductor of the symphony. And when the heart is beating coherently, so when the heart is... Um, kind of happy and being paid attention to, um, it can have and produce the strongest rhythm in your body. And when the heart is conducting in that way, everything else can kind of fall into place and start to play together. So the brain, your respiratory system, your digestive system, all begin to play harmoniously. And we call this entrainment and coherence is a way, is a technique that you don't need any tech for, um, that you can begin to kind of find in yourself. And when we get into heart coherence, we have more order in our heart, more harmony, more stability. And as a result, then, that, that message in the heart is transmitted to every other part of your body. And so your entire being becomes more emotionally stable. You're, you can self-regulate yourself better. You, the whole system becomes more efficient. You feel younger, more energized, and happier. And what's really interesting is there have been a lot of studies that show that when you are in heart coherence, you affect those around you. So remember I talked about how the heart has an electromagnetic field that's six to eight uh, feet wide. And so whether or not you're in heart coherence, we're actually affecting those around us all the time. 
Um, but they've done studies that show that, you know, they've, they've put three people in a room that know how to be come into heart coherence. So they know the technique that I'm going to teach you. They've practiced it. And then they bring in someone who has no idea what heart coherence is. And they've shown that just by those three people in the room being in heart coherence, the fourth person who's doing nothing, who's not doing the technique, falls into heart coherence with them. And so their body becomes more um, more harmonized, um, their heart waves and all of these readings become more smoothed out rather than jagged. And just by being in the presence of other people that are in heart coherence, they come into it too. And we, we intuitively know this, right? I mean, think about um, if, you've enter, if you've ever entered a room, say where someone just had an argument, you can feel that. Um, if you're paying attention, you can certainly feel that. And the flip side of that is when you come into um, the presence of someone who is in heart coherence, who is really present and who's paying attention to you and is open-hearted and is positive. And just being in their presence makes you feel better. And you're not, you don't really know why. Well, now we kind of know why it is because their electromagnetic field from their heart is influencing you and vice versa. And so on one hand, um, this is really exciting um, on the other hand, it really reminds us to be responsible for the energy that we bring to the world, right? Because um, we want to be in heart coherence for our family. There have even been studies, they did a great study with a 12-year-old boy and his dog, and they taught this 12-year-old boy how to come into heart coherence. It's very simple. And they put monitors on both the dog and the boy. And what they found is that when this boy came into the room, Initially, both he and his dog were not in coherence. And then this little boy sat down. He used the technique to come into heart coherence. His heart rhythm changed, and so did the dogs. And so our presence affects not only humans around us, but animals, and I'm guessing the plant and the plant kingdom as well, because why not, right? Um, and so, so it's just this reminder to, to take responsibility for the energy that you you bring to yourself first and foremost, because you're going to be healthier across the board, emotionally, mentally, physically, you're going to look and feel younger for longer. Um, you're going to have better immunity. If you can a few times a day, come into heart, heart coherence until it becomes easier and easier for you to stay in heart coherence. And when life, you know, invariably knocks you out of it, you'll know how to come back to it. And then for, to make an impact in the world, right? So that your field, your presence alone can affect the people around you. So you can create a happier family, um, a better workplace, a better community when you're out and in, in, in the world. And so how do we do it? So heart coherence is, there are pretty simple steps. And I'm just going to talk through the steps and then we'll practice it a little bit. So the first is just to um, notice your breathing. Well, I, I think even before that, the first is to pause. So you don't want to try to come into heart coherence when you're driving a car. Um, you want to be able to be sitting down or standing with a little bit of space. Um, I would separate yourself from your device, from your phone, um, so that you're not you know, depending on how much you're scrolling and, and feeling the need to check your phone, you can just set your alarm for five minutes. 
And, and the first step is just going to be to pause and begin to breathe consciously. So breathe, take a deep breath all the way into your belly and exhale from your belly. So you're just going to, the first way to shift your energy is to change your breath. Simple, easy, free. So you're going to take some deep breaths into your belly and exhale from your belly. The second step is you're going to bring your attention to your heart. For some people, it's helpful to put your hand over your heart. Um, and you're just going to envision that you're breathing into your heart space and you're exhaling from your heart space. Now, physiologically, you're not doing this, but it doesn't matter. You're going to imagine, visualize that you're breathing. And, and for some people, it's just breathing into that space. For other people, it helps to imagine that your breath is actually going into whatever you visualize when you think of your heart. But you're just going to bring your attention, awareness, and care to your breath and your heart. And you're going to slow your breathing down a little bit. So you're going to breathe in for a count of five and exhale for a count of five. So even breath. And then the third and final step is you're going to change your emotional state. So you're going to find an emotion that works for you that day. Any higher emotion will do. So joy, happiness, a beautiful memory of just a wonderful moment in your life. Um, a moment when you fell in love, a moment when you had a child, uh, a beautiful sunrise on a beach the last time you were on vacation, um, a perfect walk outside on a trail, the love of a pet. It really doesn't matter. And it's going to vary from day to day where you actually settle in terms of a positive emotion. On a tough day, it might be enough to just be very general in terms of um, reaching for contentment. So the gratitude that you have, that your breath is easy, that you have a roof over your head and that you had food to eat today and how wonderful um, for those things. And what I find is that when I start to, you know, shift my energy state, focus on my heart and find gratitude then it seems like it, it becomes easier and easier, right? So I start to think of one person and another person. It, it leads to another person or another of my children or all of my children and then our, you know, our dog and my husband and the sunrise. And then it becomes kind of this avalanche of blessings. And like anything, this is a practice that we, we build up um, skill and tolerance at. So our brains are wired... Um, for the negative, to be looking for threat. And so for some people, it's very new to dwell and sort of marinate in joy and gratitude and contentment and love. And so it might feel a little strange, or you might notice that you can hold it for, I don't know, 10, 15 seconds, and then a worry pops in your head. Um, but it's really about a practice. So you just keep on coming back, and something new will arise. Because the more we look like in last week's podcast, we talked about wonder. The more we look for something, the more it shows up, positive or negative. And so this is a skill set to begin to um, focus on the just the bouquet of blessings that is in our lives at every moment that we often overlook because we just take them for granted or we forget. Um, and so our memory is often a, a really big gift in this way for us. 
sometimes, you know, things I haven't thought about in, I'm 48. So like, you know, memories can pop in when I was five years old, I was spending time with my grandmother in Ireland in her garden. Um, and that will happen for you too. And that, those are the three steps. It's that simple. And then you decide how long you're going to stay there. The great thing about this technique is that you don't need a yoga mat. You don't need complete silence. Um, you don't have to meditate for an hour. Five minutes, lots of scientific studies have shown that five minutes shift your energy in this way. And so, um, you know, when I was talking to um, these teenagers who are in high school, you can use this technique before a test or if you have a presentation or a meeting with someone that you're kind of nervous about, sit in your car and you can do this for five minutes. Or if you've had kind of a disagreement or an argument with someone and you want to shift your energy, you can use it then. So I, I would encourage you to practice it and actually use it throughout the day because it will begin to, the more you come into heart coherence, if you are using something to um, look at heart rate variability, your score will improve the more you are in coherence. It can't not improve because you're flooding your heart with um, all the tools that it needs to become the, the, to become the um, conductor in that symphony. And you'll begin to feel it in your body. So I, I have that tool that I got from HeartMath, but I, don't, I no longer use it because I know when I'm in heart coherence. And it feels, um, it feels more spacious in my body. I feel more relaxed. I feel more open. Um, and so you, you will become really familiar with, with how you feel when you're in heart coherence. If you practice and you use it, for sure. And so today to just end, if you are somewhere where you can um, practice a little heart coherence, let's just do it together. So I invite you to sit and uncross your legs, put your feet on, on the earth or the floor. Close your eyes if that's available and feel safe to you. And just begin to deepen your breath. You may notice when I say deepen your breath that your breath is hanging out in your upper chest. And that's, that's one of the breaths of stress. And so when I say breathe into your belly, it's just take a deep breath. Let your whole body breathe. And exhale from your belly. And once you start to get that going, just slow the breath down a little bit. So breathe in for your count of five. And breathe out for five. Now place your hand on your heart and simply shift your awareness to your heart. So breathe in for five into your heart center and exhale from the heart. Breathe into the heart. Exhale from the heart. And now bring to mind something that creates a shift in emotion for you. Someone you love. Whether they're here in physical form or beyond at this point. Someone who showed you love and who you have loved. 
Get a feel for that person and notice your body and your brain don't really know the difference between now and the past. So really just allow your body to feel. Maybe think of the last moment in nature that you've had that has just brought tears to your eyes or just a moment of awe. A sunrise that stopped you in your tracks. A rainbow. A river. A field of flowers. It doesn't matter. Whatever's rising for you is the tool for you for the moment. Dwell there in appreciation. Maybe today it's contentedness. So it's just honoring the gifts that you've been given, the roof over your head, the ability to listen to this podcast, the technology for it. the last meal that you ate, the clean water that you have to drink, this beautiful moment, this gap when we're sort of in between fall and summer, the full moon, all of it. Just allow your focus on your heart the positive emotion that you're bringing to your body to drop you into coherence. Feel the spaciousness that you're creating. Feel the appreciation from your heart and your body for this time that you're giving it, this attention and care. When you're ready, release your hand from your heart and open your eyes. Now just take a big deep breath, maybe a smile, because why not? And so a lot of talking beforehand to explain a very simple technique, heart coherence. Use it. If you're interested in learning more about it, you can research on heartmath.com. If you're interested in working with me this um, fall, my um, fall circle, opens, you know, we begin October 4th. Details are on my website. I'll attach that in my notes. And I wish for you uh, an open-hearted, wholehearted week where you drop into coherence frequently, where you notice your blessings, and your presence alone makes a difference in the world. Onward in love, Aveen.